doing a Hanukkah thing. We could ask you to come back for that. Hanukkah? Um, mm-hmm. We could do like eight, eight, eight crazy birds. Nights. Of... Yeah. Yeah. So the plan right now that I pitched to Jess, which we haven't locked down yet because there's some stuff we got to figure out, but the idea was that we do an eight-part episode that releases one episode each night of Hanukkah and we cover a nocturnal bird with a Jewish guest. Nice. Do you know that many yeah. Jewish people? Well, That's here's what I the said. thing. I do, but I talk, <laughs> I talk to Jess, and I was like, I feel weird keeping a list of Jewish people on my phone. That doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't seem like Jess a good idea. Have Jess keep the list, because that is just like, these yeah. are my friends. These are my... Instead <laughs> yeah, of you being like, these are my victims. to birder i barely know her the only birding podcast where one co-host just came off a big old cruise i'm your host dewey cassidy along with my co-host jessica cristiano could you tell that that was one where i forgot that i do that at the beginning of the podcast and i had to really quickly think of one no i thought that was prepared who's that oh sorry (laughs) it's I shouldn't have responded like that. That was a very normal thing to do. I wonder if people are going to be able to tell us apart. You have very different voices. Do we? Okay. Yeah. As kids, it it was like we sounded the same on the answering machine. You're both different uh, flavors of your mom's voice to me. I think there's a little bit of your mom in both of you. How much are you talking to my mom? That's what I'm saying. Not a, t- not a, geez, no, I, well, the two times I've spoken to her, I noticed some similarities in your, in your speaking voices. Hmm. Hers, hers a little higher than yours, obviously, but, uh, or my lower. Moms? I, I'm bad with pitches. I don't know. I don't know. McKenna's or my mom's? Mc, your mom's. Or maybe it's lower. Okay. I don't know. There's a, there's a, <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a vocal guy. I'm not a vocal guy. Okay. Oh my God. This is the fastest I've dug myself into a hole in this podcast. It's like fucking gopher chat. I'm just going. You know what crater. Dewey has in his drawer? That picture that grandpa gave him for Christmas that one year of us, that our mother kind of sick kind of disgusting what? both sides what yeah, it was a beautiful <laughs> gift from you i felt welcome in your family it's one of my favorite ladies on it laney and then uh, you know it was just a, it's a nice little gift <laughs> i didn't know grandpa gave i don't do that. it it's just in there i don't do it oh he did it. yeah your grandpa gave me that in a very nice pen uh it was, it was very fun so, that's very sweet was that, that was christmas eve right it must have been yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, we should introduce our guest for this week. Uh, yeah. So please welcome Jess's sister, McKenna Cristiano. How's uh, it going, McKenna? Good. How are you guys? <laughs> is it weird being introduced as McKenna, or is that normal for you? What? Wait. What else? Do you, what else are you known as? Well, I guess not introduce. I am used to calling you Kenna. Oh. Oh. No, most people in my normal life call me McKenna. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know why I thought that. No, I get it because I yeah. call you Jess and I've told you about my coworker named Jessica. And yeah. every time I have to talk to her, I'm like, I'm not mad at you, but I feel like <laughs> I am. Yeah, I, I call Jess Jessica like sometimes just to mix it up. And every time I do, she's on edge like the SpongeBob meme. It just sounds weird coming out of your mouth. Oh, this one? Oh, I was doing the one where he's, he's the caveman. I guess the SpongeGar meme is more uh, oh. accurate. I see. Okay. Yeah. We're all caught up. We're all caught up. Uh, so yeah, thank you for coming on. You two just left a cruise. How was that? Great. There was lots of nature and lots of cruising. We both got away with COVID, so 
And I guess technically I don't have it, but it feels like I might. Yeah, you are still you are still uh, ambiguously sick. You do not know, yet know if it's COVID. You're tested all negative, but uh, yeah, Jess, you were uh, stricken by the novel coronavirus. Which is yeah, we I've made it so far. She did. I know it's it's annoying. I know. I'm. But you mad. predicted it. You called your own shot, like Babe Ruth. You've been saying for weeks. You know you're gonna get it on the cruise, and then yeah, because who's ever been on a cruise and not gotten it? Except I guess half my family didn't get it. So yeah. I don't know how. Which is crazy. I know, it's the crazy. Most, like, safe one there. Probably really, all those I vaccines, didn't... they weakened your immune system. Yeah, probably. <laughs> to little twerps with coughs. Oh, yes, because you two have a history. Because you, when you were younger, you had coughs a lot, right, together? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty beautiful. Yeah, and look we at had, you now. We had everything. I think we both had yeah. whooping cough and... Those other ones. Bronchitis. I had bronchitis. Chronic bronchitis. Chronic strep. Oh my gosh. One time they told me I had to get, wait, I think I've told this on the podcast before, but hmm. they told me I needed to get my tonsils out if I got another cough and then I didn't get another cough. <laughs> they just years. scared it out of you. Well, yeah. I think my parents <coughs> are like positive that starting to play the flute in fifth grade is what cured our coughing. Oh yeah. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Just because, like, you had to constantly exercise your lungs, or? I guess. They gave us, like, a breathing toy thing to, like, practice deep breaths, kind of, where you had to, like, blow and the ball would float. Yeah. My dad had that in the hospital. We had that, and that, and that's kind of the same thing with a flute, is you're blow, blowing air really fast, like, for a prolonged time. So I think that yeah. we're connected. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I wonder where we would be if we had not started the flute. Probably in an iron lung. Mm-hmm. Probably dead in a ditch. <laughs> I I'm will saying. say, so I texted I texted Jess when she first told me she had COVID, like the next day after. I was like, how are you doing? And she said, I'm doing fine. And the next day I texted you, how are you doing? And you said one sentence and not responding to me the whole rest of the day, dead in a ditch. <laughs> That's how <laughs> I felt. Was I was not feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you feel right now? That's how I felt yesterday and a little bit right now. Oh. I'm like... Yeah, well, McKenna, if you need to take any breaks at any point, let us know. I'll power through. Yeah, I'm sorry that your dream of finally coming on the podcast is being a little dampened by the, uh, our friend Corona. Yeah, that's not fair. That's life. I I had to have figured this would happen. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, well, so you two know each other in an interesting way in that you are twins. I have never known a world without Jessica in it. That's really a beautiful way to say it. I have known 13 minutes without McKenna. That's 13 minutes of your life. So I it really enjoy like starfishing on a bed when I can, when I have the opportunity. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not like sex, but like just yeah, no, I no. like spreading out as much as possible. I was not thinking sex. I was immediately thinking the thing you were saying. I didn't know that was a sex term. So I think that the 13 minutes that Jessica was out first i was just taking up all the space before i had to share a room for your entire life you're like a little kid climbing up a doorway in your mom's uterus you're just like do not let me i want the space (laughs) don't let me out 13 minutes is really long for twins that's what i've heard that's uh almost two whole second sessions in heaven what seven Mm -hmm. minutes in heaven oh got it i've only known one twin that was eyebrow what nothing sorry (laughs) <laughs> this is gonna be a good episode we're just constantly interrupting each other <laughs> the only other twin i've known that had a longer like time 
between the other one was 14 minutes, and that made me so mad. I'll kill them. Because <laughs> forever we have been the longest, and then all of a sudden it's 14. Damn. I think when I found out Cole and Dylan's Sprouse, I think they're 15 minutes apart. What? And I was like, I'm coming for them. <laughs> I'm going to get famous. Well, I think one of them's canceled now anyway, so it kind of worked out, right? What? What? Isn't one of them canceled? I think like being abusive? Them I think cool. Cole is a Cole is just a weirdo. Okay. And he was Zach or Cody? He was Cody. He was Cody. Yeah. Now on Riverdale's Jughead. Okay. Did you have thoughts on Riverdale or you just want to share? Which, yeah, I've watched an entire season in the last day. Yes. What? <laughs> Got nothing else to do. I unpacked. I like my house wasn't a mess because I cleaned it before I left. I had nothing else to do. I'm making bread. Oh, I have to feed my starter. Do you guys have a starter from the same parent, or is it a separate? Do we? Well, you got it for mom, who got it for me, right? Wow. So you're the mother. That's so fun. You guys are connected once again. Okay, here's the thing. McKenna knows this. She told me. But mom, my mom is doing a sourdough class, like teaching people how to do sourdough. And she's what? giving everyone in the class starter that she is making from her starter, which she made from my starter. So I'm kind of like Aww. the queen of Livermore. Look at you. You're like the alpha. There's going to be a whole Jessica strain of sourdough now that's come from you and your little bacteria. To be fair, though, I got it I got it from some stranger in L.A., so Oh, no. Okay, so I'm rewatching Supernatural, and we're... How far did you get into it, Jess? Dewey, I don't... Um, have you watched Supernatural? No, not yet, but according to your dad and Jess, I, I think maybe, like... It's amazing. Season. The last thing I can like truly remember is the Leviathans, but I know I got past that. Bangers. Um, (laughs) There was, so there was this whole like part of like the alphas of each monster. So like the alpha vampire, he was the very first vampire, and then he had all of his offspring, and then they had theirs and all that stuff. And hi, I think. (laughs) Oh, here comes. Is it peep or chance? Peep. I'm excited to meet Peep. Oh, wow. Isn't that cute? I think I remember the first week you got Peep, every time I saw Jess, she would not stop raving about how cute the cat was. He's so cute. He's huge. I know. He's so tall. And he loves aggressive pets. I was going to say, you are really going to town <laughs> on him. You're, you're... <laughs> he likes it. Yeah, it's a, you look like you're like trying to strip his hair. You're really like clawing at him. But he really likes it. I'm not kidding. I We believe you. He looks like he likes it. It's very weird. Isn't he funny? He's, he is gigantic. How big is that cat? He's not that big. He's small for a cat. My I mom's think. cat is gigantic. Jess, Jess knows. Is that the black one? The black one? Mm-hmm. I've seen yeah. pictures. That is a big yeah. cat. Jess is Helder. Yeah. Did you Did? die? Yeah. I think you were wearing a mask, so you were fine, right? Yeah. Or I guess you maybe got dander on you. I don't know. But yeah, so what was it like for the two? Sorry, just, <laughs> the cat really enjoys that <laughs> look of ecstasy on his face. <laughs> it's like he's having flashbacks. <laughs> Listeners, McKenna is just lightly scratching the cat's head and he's freaking out about it. He loves it. The two of you were twins growing up, which, you know, you know, your, your sisters, whatever. Sorry, I said you were twins, and then I had an intrusive thought of Jess saying how much she doesn't like when people ask her questions that they wouldn't ask regular sisters, so that was on me. Like what? Wait, what it's okay. Was, when did I say that? 
at one point you said I was just like, do you get like annoyed by like all the twin questions? She's like, yeah, just like don't ask me anything that you wouldn't ask like normal I, sisters. I think like oh. don't ask like who's the evil. That's twin. like, yeah, oh, okay. I don't like when people you know? do that. Yeah. Or like, how do I tell you apart? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know, guy. And then like <laughs> when people get weird about like sex stuff, I'm like, don't. Yeah, I, ask I've never me that. understood. That's always been gross to me. Of like, hey, what if you guys did incest? What if that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, never been fun. That's not. That was uh, uh, not to spoil anybody. I'm watching Gilmore Girls. I got to the episode where they're in spring break, and there's a whole subplot with the girls from high school being like, "Ugh, we can't compete with the sexy twins," especially if they learned about making out. And I was like, "I don't. Yeah, I don't like that. That's gross. Yeah, I don't need sisters." I don't even kissing. know where this twin thing came yeah. from because I think yeah, like like Jessica says, you wouldn't you wouldn't do that with normal siblings. We're, we're just yeah. normal siblings. We're just normal men. Oh, just I had this question, and I completely forgot to ask you, and it's been on my brain. Do you think of yourself as the same age as me, or do you think you're older than me? I mean, we are the same age, but I am older. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Technically. And I, I keep meaning to ask, like, every other two. Like, all of the, like, elders, elder daughter memes I find myself relating to. So mm-hmm. when I want to when I want to be like so true, I'd be like, I'm like, I am older, but I know we're the same age. Hi, Peep. Sorry, is Peep named after the dead rapper? Yeah. Or okay, nice. Was he dead when you named him that? Yeah. So yeah, so what was it like for the two of you growing up together as sisters? <laughs> um. That's a really hard question. All the all the. <laughs> You said you had answers prepared. I'm trying to. We had our we had the ups and the downs. We had our differences. I was gonna say uh, most of the stories we've told in the pod are just you guys beating the crap out of each other. Are typically. Yeah, we did that. Yeah, we. Like a little fight club. We were very angsty, middle school through high school, I believe. Well, because you both went through a scene phase together. Oh, actually, and elementary school, because that's when the braces thing happened. Yeah, that was tough. Braces, just getting braces, or no? I think I told this on a on maybe one of the more recent episodes, but one time I kicked her, and she fell what? in between a, her bed and a oh, bookcase, yes. and what is it? Ping ping, ping pong, yeah. ping no, pinball, pinball. And my my gum got stuck in my braces, and I feel so bad about it. And then and then, this isn't your fault, but our parents made me go to school with a fat lip after it yeah and then everyone was like what's wrong and i'm like i have a fat lip her parents used to also make us go to i was i've been thinking this with all the covid and whatnot but we also used to have to go to school with when we were 99 degrees 99.9 degrees that was pretty common it was even as a teacher now that's crazy but that's so crazy what like what were they gonna do with us I know. Just let us stay home. By ourselves? We were five. And we were like, no, like in middle school. In like middle school. I don't. I guess I don't know what I thought was happening. Didn't they own their own business? Yeah. Okay, we'll cut this part out. Because apparently. I'm <laughs> hey, you're sick. What if we brought you to work with us at the cafe where we feed people? No, one of them stays home. They did that a couple times. Oh, yeah. I had fever dreams on the cafe couch one time. Nice. Mm. That's not. I, I I won't tell the health department. No, and afterwards I was like, I was tell I was asking my mom about my dream as if it was a memory, and I was like, when are we gonna do that thing again? 
And she was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, the thing that dad wins every year. And I'm like, and she's like, what? <laughs> and I was like, oh, it was a dream. I never had to lie to my parents about being sick because they would just let me stay home whenever I wanted. So we never lied, though. We, yeah, we never had to lie. Oh, no, I just no, I know. But I just like if but I'm saying like I never had to be like really like like amp up my sickness to get to stay home. It's like I can stay home if I want to. They didn't really care. Brag about it. We Look were me now. coughing up and down that school, and they didn't take us <laughs> home once. It was disgusting. I remember mom had this really, like, big jacket that I used to wear, and it was, like, my sick jacket. So every time I was sick and I had to go to school, I'd just wear that jacket. Was the jacket washed between uses, or was it just, like, covered in a kind of slobber like a dog? Yeah, but it was just, like, a human, like, an adult-sized jacket, so it was extra big on me, and it, so it was comforting when I was sick. I don't remember sick. that. I was just like a petite little sick girl. Yeah. What jacket was that? I don't know. It was white. Hmm. Hmm. Jess, did you have any sick jackets? I guess not. We also went to college together. Right. You went to college together, lived together for a brief point in college. We lived together for three of the... No, we lived together every year. One year, technically, we didn't live in the same room. Yeah, we lived in the same dorm, but we were two floors apart. And then I actually... I slept in your room a majority of the time because her roommate was gone. A lot. My roommate won um, a contest the first week of school and then... The had... one your dad always wins? Yeah. <laughs> and then got to go to like Silicon Valley for a quarter. And then when she came back, she immediately got an older boyfriend and was at his house constantly. So I basically had a single. It was awesome. Yeah. Wow. And then back to you. when you studied abroad, I had that room to myself. And kind of got chance while I was studying abroad. Oh. Even though I'm allergic to cats. And even senior year, I barely... <laughs> Wait, McKenna, are you not allergic? No. She's not allergic to anything. Hell? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jessica got the brains and I got the lack of allergies. <laughs> yeah, and then she moved to LA and here we are. Well, you guys have a shared history, but you also have a history apart. So McKenna, what is your history with birds and or birding? I'm so glad you asked. Roxy, we've talked, or you guys yes. have talked about on the podcast. She was a little bitch um and then (laughs) um in high school i had to take a field biology class and we learned all about the birds yeah we were in like i don't think we were in the same class class but we had the same class so i always know the names of all the birds you're talking about but i can't put a face to them but i'm like oh yeah i know the heron guy yeah (laughs) and then obviously i'm have two cats so i'm actually kind of anti-bird in that sense because well they just like make fun of my cats all they tease the cats Uh you know they're all the way up in the tree (laughs) they're like ha ha i don't think they're doing it to tease the cat no they are have you ever seen a what is it a scrub jay well that actually that makes sense corvids are very smart so it's not surprising they're vindictive (laughs) no they literally would tease chance at our last house and they'd just be up in the tree and they would lit- stare at Chance, my other cat, and yeah. just laugh at him because they knew he <laughs> couldn't get them. I mean, in their defense, cats are, like, widely responsible for decimating a lot of bird species. So it is a form of revenge on their part. Because, like, if you let outdoor cats are, like, a huge environmental problem because they will kill a lot of, like, native bird species. Like, because they don't kill for need, they kill for fun. So they'll just fucking knock out, like, a bunch in a day. So, uh... My- my cats can't do that when I'm cooking. <laughs> Chance has never brought you a bird? He has. He's just... <laughs> wow. 
He's very smart. Peep has brought me <laughs> several. Do you do you keep do you have like a list of all the dead birds that Chance has brought you? Sort of like the list we keep when we go birding. There's been a couple hummingbirds. Actually, oh, good. I think they're mostly hummingbirds, which really that's a hard it catch. Really upsets me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm one. I'm proud of them, but I'm also very sad yeah. because I do. He's like got to be in a tree and you catch them when they perch or something. That's crazy. It's got. I don't know. So, like on one hand, I'm like, good job, little buddy. <laughs> And then on the other hand, I'm like, why the hummingbird? Couldn't it have been the scrub jay? Because those guys are annoying. Sorry. I'm like, yeah. I sometimes I think about it. I'm like, I don't think I like birds that much. <laughs> <laughs> you said subscribing to our podcast. What about the duck you took care of? I did take care of a duck for a little bit. My ex-boyfriend in high school got a duck and a chicken at the same time from like the county fair. And he went out of town, so I took care of the duck for a little bit. He was cute. And then that is when I realized that teenage or ducks go through like a teenage sessions, you know? Do you mean like to, in like when terms of like behavior or like looks? Both, I think. Okay. Like they just went through like a really awkward looking phase. Oh, yeah. Teenagers <laughs> do. And it was like, I've never yeah. seen a duck like this before. So when you say awkward, was he like very big, but still like had the like down of a kid? Or was he like in the awkward point where like he has like half adult feathers and like half kid feathers? Or like what was the... Uh... Half adult feathers, half kid feathers. Yeah, it's, it's a weird look. But they are cute. And I, what, like, what benefit do they serve? Because like chickens, you can get eggs, but what do you get from ducks? You can get eggs from ducks. Um, so that's one thing. Ducks are really good at eating bugs. So if you want to cut down on some local bug populations for whatever reason, they're good to have around. Um, like in China and like Mongolia and stuff, those sort of uh, those sort of uh, Chinese, like those sort of like Asian countries that have like a lot of like planes and stuff, not like airplanes, but like, you know, like grass planes, they'll use them as a method of like locust control. So they'll release like a bunch of ducks to just go after like all the wild like grasshoppers before they turn to locusts, or if they are if they already are locusts. Huh. That's a helpful reason to have them around. That is helpful. Now, do you remember what kind of duck were you? Was it just a mallard you were watching, or was it like a plain white duck? It wasn't white. Okay. But I could not tell you anything. Okay, it's about fine. Ducks. It was probably something boring. I guess that's it. My my other ex boyfriend had a lovebird who hated me. Whoa! Well, yeah, I was probably in love with him. Yeah, and so every time I came over, he she got really jealous. Did he have to like put like a T-shirt over the cage or something? Or... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was really funny looking back on it, but like he couldn't take her out of the cage because she would try to attack me. Jeez! Oh, <laughs> so do you have to like pet Chance differently? Does he like the rough stuff too, or is he just? <laughs> no, he doesn't. It's funny because okay. I know astrology is like fake and everything, but yeah, yeah, like. These guys were born, like, he's a Leo, Peep, yeah. and he oh, is yeah. a Leo. And then, <laughs> and then my other cat, Chance, is a Capricorn, and he is so chill and calm. Yeah. And I, like, do I... Do you ever... Go ahead. Oh, no, sorry. No. Oh, do you ever, like, get confused and, like, accidentally pet Chance, like, super hard and he hates it or... Yes, I do. Go too soft and, yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. Poor guy. What he's does he okay, do when you though. pet him? He just runs off or... No, he doesn't really care because I usually just catch it, like, because I'll do like that to him. Yeah. And then I'll be like, oh, my yeah. cat. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, you that was your history with birds and or birding. Now, you two went on a birding trip, a.k.a. a cruise to Alaska recently. So let's go ahead and talk about that. And if you want to start, yeah. Jess, or do you want to start talking about the sure. cruise and then go to the birds you saw? Or what do you want to? 
Yeah, let's talk about the cruise. Okay, great. Um, first of all, it wasn't for the purpose of birding. I want to be clear. You didn't, your entire family didn't go it on a, a family cruise, cruise, just cruise for birding. For birding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a family cruise to Alaska. So birds were not like the main focus. So the list is kind of sparse, but we were giving we did it see our some all. birds. We went on a, yeah. we were, I was really trying to see them, but honestly the binoculars that I was, I borrowed, not the best. Really? The little ones. People seem to like those before. I guess not for what I was trying to accomplish out there, but we went on a couple hikes and then we went to like a raptor <laughs> zoo kind of thing. Keith <laughs> is just aggressively staring at the camera, <laughs> looking angry and bewildered at the same time. <laughs> oh, he's evil. Um, so we saw we saw a good amount of birds, and then we did see. Sorry. And heard a lot of little little guys. Yeah. But a lot of them I couldn't identify, unfortunately. Well, you identified a few. Um, so do you want to read up a list of birds that you saw? Them. I'll tell them. Okay. Yeah. We saw Stellar's Jays, Bald Eagles, uh, some kind of sparrow, I think, Snowy Owl, Red-Tailed Hawk, Western Screech Owl, Golden Eagle, Northern Saw Wet Owl, uh, some seagulls, a great blue heron, and some other unidentified guys. Well, then you also saw one more bird that was stuck on the boat. Do you remember that one was? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, kind of just texted me instead of Kyle. Instead of talking to my sister. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> Back to you. Because uh, you also saw a Pacific float, Pacific Slope flycatcher as well that was stuck on the boat. Is that what that was? That was really sad. It was really yeah. sad. Kind of got a video of a bird. When did you see that? Was it when we were leaving or already far into our journey? It was when we were already far into our journey. I think so we were back on sea on Saturday. So it must have been on Saturday. Well, here's the beauty of that. They are they live both in the Bay Area and southern Alaska. So wherever he ended up, he'll be fine. But That's, he has uh, a what about his family. Well, you don't know that. <laughs> he might he may not have he might not have paired yet for the That's season, the best so. case scenario. Yeah. I feel really so bad maybe... though because he looks so scared. Well, I mean he has the capacity to find his way back if he needs to. They can travel pretty far. So Imagine okay. accidentally wandering onto a boat though that's like the start of a lot of stories and then all you can see is ocean miles yeah there's nowhere to go you don't know how long you're gonna have to fly and it was windy and foggy he doesn't have a foghorn just makes you think <laughs> i it's <laughs> i always bring a foghorn uh i don't know it sounds like the beginning of a beautiful children's story about a bird who finds his way home so i imagine that the outcome is going to be positive i couldn't read that but that's so sad I could never read that. Uh, he finds his way home, though. Oh, my God, with the journey. <laughs> it's like, are you my mother? Yeah. That's devastating. Oh, that one made you sad when you read it? Thinking back on it, now it does. But I think when I read it as a kid, I was like, that's fine. Oh. I agree. A lot of things make me sad. While we're here, can we talk about sex drive? <laughs> because yes. you guys talk about it yeah. so much, and I think you get some things wrong. Or like, oh, we get all of it no, wrong. I, I, I scream. At my table. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm so mad. <laughs> to do clarify, we, well, do we I thought it was Euro Trip we were talking about? Not Euro Trip, Road Trip. I ta- 
whatever. It's Every time we bring yeah. up Sex Drive. So it's road a totally different the, movie. Yeah, Road Trip is the prequel to Euro Trip. Or not prequel, but it's like a spiritual ancestor or whatever. Uh, but yeah, sorry. What would you like to clear up about Sex Drive? McKenna's checking her heart rate on her wall. Oh, um, no, I think she gets texts on them. Yeah, oh, I do. Makes sense. Like a thanks, secret agent. Now. I don't remember what I had to clear up on Sex Drive, but I just... Okay. I want you guys to know that I'm thinking of you. When you... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Normally when people say that it's meant in a positive way, but yours, I think, is a angry way. <laughs> no. Uh, well, McKenna, when you remember what you want to clear up, why don't you text us and we'll do an emergency pod and we'll release Basically, it. the whole premise of that movie, though, is that this guy meets this girl online and she's interested in him because she has he has a cool car. Oh, okay. And it's not his car. It's his... Um, it's his brother's car or something so they drive okay. it across the united oh. states to meet this girl the girl ends up being a catfish but like there's a whole adventure and i think that's like the part that you guys was skipped over or something was the car the problem was that i described the plot of road trip was the issue <laughs> so that was why we <laughs> and i, I didn't i don't remember enough to correct i feel him. like i watched that movie so many times when i was young for some reason well because you two is like your sleepover movie yeah. That's what I'm saying. It was always on at Jesse's house. It was always on like MTV or Comedy Central. 2001 Maniacs. Do you remember that one? What is 2001 Maniacs? I do. Exactly. It was like it was like one of those like random free on demand movies. Yeah. And it was like a horror movie, and these people like stop like break down in a small town, and they like end up getting eaten by the townspeople in weird and creative ways. They're all. It's like a town of cannibals, but they one person. They tied all of their limbs to horses and then went whack. They're drawn and quartered. And then they tore off their limbs. And it was like, yeah, it was like a sex horror in the same way that Sex Drive is a sex comedy. Yes. It was like. It was crazy. Yeah. That's a lot. Of, that's a big subset of horror movies, I feel like, which I've never understood. That's ugh. We were always me. watching mm-hmm. scary movies, and I didn't like scary movies, and I still don't. We oh. also watched Saw. Ugh. I didn't traumatizing so. yeah we did i mean i watched i watched it but i didn't really watch it oh Close sure eyes. yeah anyways back to the birds Some stuff <laughs> back to the birds that should be by, by the way if we ever rename the podcast i feel like anyway back to the birds is a pretty appropriate that title. would be fun it'd be cute yeah it's cute yeah kind of long yeah i mean not that much longer than bird or i barely know her but uh yeah but Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, yes, we saw a bunch of cool stuff. Um, so, did you guys have any of the we birds? We sure that... did. Or, sorry, you guys saw a bunch of cool stuff. Excuse <laughs> me. Leave me alone. I'm moving sorry, my carriage. Sorry we couldn't you. bring you. It's okay. I, I I offered. Actually, but no, I didn't. I, that would be a nightmare for me. Um, I, I've discussed this with Jess. I get seasick immediately on cruises. I went on one cruise, and I was seasick for nine days straight. It was awful. Uh, Yesterday, I was all dizzy. Like, I... Like I wasn't used to being off the boat. Wow. Your sea legs, yeah. Yeah, sea. You're a cruiser. Yeah. A what? I'm a real cruiser. Oh, I didn't know what that meant. Okay. Do you know what pineapples mean? Upside down pineapples. That means you're a swinger. Why does everyone know this? I think it's in an episode of Modern Family or something. Oh. oh. Did you guys have a favorite bird there that you wanted to talk about that you'd seen? Yes. Well, I need to look at the what it was called. It was an owl. Ooh. 
This is one of the little guys. It was so cute. I don't know if Jessica sent me a picture. So Jess wrote down two owls, and there was one owl where she put a dash and said tiny with an exclamation point, and then one owl where she said tiny with five Ys. So I, I'm oh, going to guess it's going to be this. The Western Screech Owl. Yep. That is our friend it's like Tiny. This thing. So yeah, what do you guys like about the Western Screech Owl? It's so cute. It's really tiny. And this is what you saw as part of the raptor thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Also, if anyone's wondering, a raptor is a bird that has a curved beak, talons, and frontward-facing eyes. Yes. You said that half like a tour guide and half like sort of the announcer singer in like a techno like song. Like the planet of the bass. Anyway, so what'd you like about the uh, the Western Screech Owl, McKenna? I just feel like I could have a cup of tea with him. <laughs> like totally, it was really. I've never seen Jess was... so physically agree with something before. <laughs> the way she like closed her eyes and nodded. I absolutely agree. <laughs> oh, I didn't even see it. <laughs> That's the perfect way to describe him. That's so true. And like specifically with a like a little like a little scone. Oh. <laughs> Does sound fun. I On the like boat, they fun. gave they gave them this cook or was it the boat? They gave some people a cookie that looked exactly like the ones from the Aristocats. The one they dip in the uh huh. Yes. Wow. It was huge. Well, That's crazy. It, the cookie wasn't huge, but like it was a huge was- moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, sorry. Back to the owl. Yeah. What, what do you like about it, Jess? It was just really cute. Yeah. And it had like its own little house set up. It had a house? Like a little box? I don't know. His little cage was kind of like, like I would hang out there. Because it was, was it like a tiny jealous. hole? I was kind of jealous. No, it was, I couldn't get a good picture because it, it was kind like of far away. He like it, designed it. He just, yeah. Oh. It looked interior designed in a big way. So that's interesting you guys bring that up. So these guys, we've talked about them before. They're secondary cavity nesters. McKenna, you're an avid listener. Do you remember what secondary cavity nesters means? Uh, Yeah, actually. Uh, do I? It's not a fair question. I forgot you do have COVID or you may have COVID right now. So apologies if that's a brain fog issue. It's where they like inhabit another, like an already a pre-owned home. Yeah, totally. So these guys will live in pre-owned home is such a fun way to put it. Like they're getting it financed. Uh, they... So they'll take over an existing nest. Typically, it's one that's carved by woodpeckers, but sometimes if a naturally like existing hole works, then yeah, they'll live in one of those. So um, they love to, they're nocturnal animals, but during the day, sometimes they'll just sit in their little hole and stare out like a nosy neighbor and just like watch the world go by. Um, and while they do this, they actually do camouflage themselves a little bit by pressing their neck all the way into their chin and sit in like a little ball <laughs> so predators can't see them which is really cute. And then so once they do that, they press against the tree and they just look like a little piece of the tree, which cute. is fun. I love and guys. so you guys talked about, you guys talked about how cute they are, how much you love them. Would you want to have one in your backyard? Yeah. Well, well maybe yes, but I know home. you're going to have a bad thing to say. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Oh. Fair, fair, fair guess. But no, I actually have a good thing to say. Oh. They're very easy to get in your backyard if you do it right. So if you live in their range, uh, I don't have their range pulled up right now. I'll add that later. Uh, They're actually pretty tolerant of people. They don't have a ton of problems being around people. So if you build a little owl box in your uh, little ha- in your backyard, you might attract one of them. They're often found in like suburban parks or like areas where there's a lot of people. 
So you play your cards right. You can have tea with this little guy in your backyard. The little tiny guy? The little tiny guy. I don't. I'll try. <laughs> you don't buy it? Well, I don't know. Let me check. I've just never seen them around here. Well, so these guys, you typically, they're so small, and you typically hear them before you see them, which is part of where their name comes from. So that's probably why you haven't seen them. Plus, they're nocturnal, but let me see their range. No, they're in the neck of the woods, McKenna. You should dox her. Oh, my God. They're in coastal California. So these guys are super tiny, like you said, and they're so tiny that one of the animals they eat are called pocket mice. Oh, I know those guys. Cute. So if you had to guess their hunting style, what, how would you describe it? I bet they kind of just like are really cute and it like lulls things in. Jess. No. <laughs> these are called sit and wait predators. <laughs> nice. They literally just sit around and wait until something pops in like their uh, area and they'll just go and attack them. So That's genius. They, yeah, they literally just perch like inconspicuously on little tree branches. They wait until they see something and then they just go after it. They're opportunistic hunters, so they'll eat a bunch of stuff. But what, are you texting? What's going on? I'm just taking a picture of the cat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Great. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so, so they'll, on, they'll, they'll perch like hidden on a tree branch and like wait for prey to cross on the ground. And a lot of times they eat like little bugs, little mice and stuff. But a lot of times they will eat prey that's bigger than it to the point that some of them have been recording eating mallards and cottontail rabbits. Whoa. Like killing and eating them, not scavenging them, like killing them. That's really tiny though. I know, right? How can it do that? Yeah, what? What's this? Well, also seems kind of wasteful because they can't eat a whole mallard. I would guess that for a lot of animals, the kill move is the claws. So I would guess the talons are related. Maybe it like gets in there. I don't know the specifics of how they hunt. We'll have to look into that and plug it back in. But uh... Jessica, what would you do if one of these guys attacked you? I would hug it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We didn't run into any bears. No. Look. You even went on a bear no, tour. No, what would we have done if we saw a bear? No, it, yeah. In practice, um, we're both kind of scared of running into a bear. Oh. But it fair. would be fun to see one. It would be yeah. fun to see one from a distance. Yeah. But the thought of running straight into one makes me almost not want to go on hikes. Oh, yeah, I guess because you are in grizzly country over there. Yeah. Seeing black bears up close, I think maybe I I could deal. Well, because those ones are afraid of you, yeah. Yeah, brown bears is kind of. I don't. I don't think so. No, I think. I think most people who deal with bears would agree with you. That's uh, yeah. the right. I would love to give yeah. each and every one of them a nice big hug, but I. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. I feel the and same. who could blame you? I. I've seen their their claws, and even I still want to give them a big hug. They look kind of crazy, though. I don't. I don't really know what those paws are for when I see them up close. They don't look right. What do you mean they, they don't look, look too right? big? I don't know. They look way too big and like almost paddly. They look better for swimming than for. Well, I think if it's pawing. a grizzly bear, a lot of it is so it can smack fish out of the air. Sure. I'm just saying. This is Something's the up. bear bot podcast now. <laughs> anyway, back to the back to the birds. So we talked about how they're secondary cavity nesters. So um, you said that like his little house looks interiorly de- interior decorated, right? Yes. Yeah. So these guys, uh, they don't build nests. They kind of just lay their eggs on whatever's there and there. So they won't like bring in like leaves or like stuff or anything. They'll just like sort of like, all right, this looks fine. I'm going to lay stuff in there. It's like when you go to some guy's house right after college and his house is just like a TV on the ground and like his mattress in the corner. 
Like they just kind of like whatever's whatever space in there, they're going to use it without any alteration. So they are what is described as socially monogamous, which means that for the most part, they're monogamous, but also they have permission to mate outside of the pair. So basically they're ethically non-monogamous. So shout out to all our poly socially, listeners. So are they socially monogamous? They are, poly. well, they're like, it's more like an open relation. I guess, yeah, ethically non-monogamous, like if we're giving it in human terms, it's like oh. they are in a devoted pair relationship, but they can both mate outside the pair if they so but choose. But it's just mating. It's not I think like that's what poly is. Yeah, they just mate outside the pair. So it's just sex. I guess that's more poly than, I, I don't know. I think it's more terms. open than poly. Okay. I don't really yeah, know. I don't want to get, I don't want to get screamed at by all of our poly listeners. Yeah. So uh, if you're yelling at your phone, I'm trying my best. <laughs> Sarah's what? I don't know. Well, in my head, poly. Wait, what's polygamy? Well, polygamy is multiple marriage. Multiple that's different. Marriage. That's the thing that's illegal. Oh my god, I'm so dumb. Uh, okay, so <laughs> no, poly, you're not dumb. They're very similar words. In my in my poly opinion, and- never mind. We're gonna get over this. <laughs> in my opinion, it's wrong. <laughs> no. No. No, I think, yeah, I don't know. Somebody who knows more <laughs> will chime in on Instagram or something. Uh, but yeah, we get, the, we get the idea. So what's cute about these guys is they, like a lot of birds, have a court. McKenna's being... <laughs> the, your cat's tail is almost operating as if it's thinking for itself. It's like taking in information. What a cool cat. Sorry. It's fun that you have two cats. We've only seen one, and he, we've seen him the entire yeah, time. Pants. The other one is... Is he petting you with his tail? <laughs> what is he doing? <laughs> I guess. The other one is sleeping on the, on the bed, which is unfortunate because he's really cute. Uh, what a better him. place What better place to be. Yeah, we love Chance. I've seen a few photos. Awesome. So they have a courtship ritual like a lot of birds do, but for theirs, they... <laughs> Poor McKenna. <laughs> trying to concentrate has this happened to you like at work sometimes when like the cow will just like no, it's just bridle now. up next to you and okay yeah you guys just got lucky i'm really sorry i'm so i'm i'm doing fine i'm just not gonna look because i'm gonna get distracted okay. uh so during courtship and mating the way that they pair together is by singing a duet what they sing a little duet Ew. together and it's very cute and then the male will bring a dead animal to the the female Aww. Yeah, Jess is slightly nodding as if she's listening, but we know she's just looking at the cat tail. It looks fake, like a puppet. Yeah. So for the listeners, just to clarify, um, when we look at McKenna's screen, we're seeing McKenna and then a black and white striped tail just doing whatever it wants all over her shoulder. It's just going back and forth. (laughs) It's very cute. Yeah. It's very cute. It's really funny. And then so, the last thing... They're called screech owls, but the noise they make isn't really a screech. It's more of like a, uh, they call it hollow toots on the uh, website, which seems (laughs) weird. But the reason that it has that screech name is because it's closely related to the eastern screech owl, which does screech. So that's why it has that name. But do you guys have any final thoughts? Just cute guys. Super cute. Awesome. Well, you guys also saw, speaking, we're talking about tiny birds right now, but speaking of big birds, you guys also saw bald eagles so many bald eagles. and you, you saw them both in captivity and also in the wild so what you guys think about the bald eagles majestic it's pretty pretty <laughs> crazy to see yeah because had you they seen sound them funny yeah they oh we saw them last time we went to alaska but only like one or two but this time it was like they were out like pigeons yeah, no, they're fucking, they're kind of, we'll get into it a little bit. They're kind of like garbage birds almost. Uh, we'll get into it in a little bit, but. Uh, so and that's our you, national bird. That's our yeah, nation's I, bird. 
Tell it to Ben Franklin. Uh, so when you guys picture bald eagles, you hear that like that like rah, like that like loud scream that like is associated. Yeah, that that yeah. like associated with them. That's not actually the noise they make, as you guys have pointed out. The noise that you hear on like TV yeah. and stuff that like that like scream. That's a red-tailed hawk. It's just been people were like, oh, that our national bird does not sound cool enough. We're gonna put a hawk scream on there. So the actual noise is what you guys heard, which is that weird like sort of like chippy whatever the fuck. I don't well, know how to describe it. I heard it do the thing. Okay. You just probably heard it do a baby one. There also are red-tailed what? hawks in Alaska, too, so maybe you heard No, but it was, them, like, but... in the room where it was only bald eagles and they were screaming at each other. And they were going, like, ah, Where was McKenna's that? McKenna's having a Mission to Gay Frog situation. Or, not Gay Frog. Mission to <laughs> Jay Frog situation. What? They make sounds, like, like cawing, but they don't do, like, the classic one that you hear in a movie kind that's of what i heard though okay i swear to god we like we believe that you believe that what room were you in the one where i don't know where you were but you like the very first room we went into where they had all the eagles like in captivity that weren't ready to go fly they yeah. were in, inside oh they i think we maybe are talking about different sounds then because i was also in that room and i they were making sounds, but not the one that Dewey is talking about. McKenna's describing a fever dream she had on the couch of your parents' cafe. That's a... <laughs> what sound are you talking about? I'm gonna I'm gonna try to play it. It's like the America sound. Yeah. Yeah. That's not it's what high the pitched. Bald eagles are doing. Yeah. Yeah, but you'll uh, don't okay. it doesn't matter. I'm gonna try to share it. We'll see if it'll share. That's not what I wanted. Hold on, it's being it's not loud enough. Oh, do that one. Uh, do the first one? one. Do the two. Oh. Oh, the first. Well, well, now we have an ad for Prudy. Oh my gosh. <sighs> yeah. God damn it. Well, this, this is the <coughs> red-tailed hawk. Yeah. No, I know, but that's what I heard. Yeah. That's what you heard. I swear to God. Okay, let's do, let's do the first video since that. So that's the stereotypical noise that's associated with eagles, but. And that weird chirping is the eagle. Look, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it's not what I heard. Okay. These guys sound weird as fuck. I can see why they okay, did the red-tailed hawk sign. What was that, Jeff? Let's turn it off. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I, it is off now. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, so that noise that you that you typically associate is just a red-tailed hawk. They decided that it wasn't Hollywood enough, so they uh, switched it up. Sort of like how uh, I think that's the same with like lions, right? Where it's actually a tiger roar, maybe vice versa. Yeah, something like that. Um, so. so these guys, these guys are called bald eagles because bald used to also describe like white hair. So that's why like that white cap look is why they're called bald eagles. But they don't get that that iconic look until they're about four to six years old. Before that, they actually are just brown with like speckles. So they look almost exactly like the golden eagle, which I believe you guys also saw. So they look pretty hard to distinguish from that. They look like that. They have different speckles and stuff. But as they grow, they get that bald look. These guys, they'll often do their own fishing where they'll swoop in and like grab a fish and stuff. You'll see them grabbing salmon. Um, but a lot of the times, they don't do their own work. They will... Uh... <laughs> One thing they do is that they will go after other creatures' catches. So, like, one thing they'll do is if they see an osprey and, like, the osprey catches a fish, 
the bald eagle will just follow it and like harass it until it like drops the fish and the eagle will fly down and get it. And so when I say harass, like I saw harass, that was the language they used on the website. And I imagine that means they will fly and attack it or like chirp at it. But I like to think that it's going like, drop it. Come on, drop it for like, you know, hours or whatever. But uh, that's just a fun little idea. I have. <laughs> that's a good idea. Thank you. you should write that. You should write that down. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to make sure to um, keep it safe. Lock it up. Okay. Well, you know what? Uh, anyway, so, but if that doesn't work, if the osprey doesn't drop it, they will literally fly up and just rip it out of the osprey's talons and then fly off with it. And uh, they're sort of notorious for this kind of like shitty stealing behavior to the point that when they were first being flown, like, um, try, like um, being floated as the national bird, Benjamin Franklin, like, wrote multiple letters, like, decrying it and, like, fighting against it because he thought that they were, like, of, quote, bad moral character. <laughs> he literally wrote, he does not give his living honestly, in reference to the <laughs> bald eagle, which I thought was funny. Wow. So, down of the century. Yeah. He hates bald eagles. So, these guys are part of a little genus called sea eagles. So, they're closely related to um, the white-tailed eagle to the point that they f- um, form a species complex. Did they cover species complexes in your bio classes? Yeah. Yeah, do you remember what they are? No. Oh, <laughs> great. So, species complex are a group of species that are so similar, it's sort of hard to almost tell where the delineations exist, like how they are different species. So, they're incredibly close related to the white-tailed eagle, which is another um, sort of sea eagle that mostly eats fish and stuff. So, we talk about how they hunt with those big talons, those talons of the real money makers. They have the grip strength of 10, hum- 10 men. It's literally like 10 times as strong as a human, that grip strength. Wow. Good luck getting something out of their hands. And they have special structures they've evolved on their toes called spicules, which are just like little pointy bumps. And those sort of like act as like little grooves or like grip tape on a skateboard that like helps keep the catch in there. Jess, you look upset to hear that. (laughs) Sounds gross. Um, But that also reminds me, my boyfriend in high school (laughs) used to get like really bad calluses on his toes and then make me look at him. Ew. He wouldn't make me. He he just thought it was funny because I didn't like feet. So he thought it'd be funny to... Show me his disgusting feet. Yeah. Sorry, where's this guy left? And it wasn't. I don't know, actually. I'll find out. So these guys really are menaces. They really will attack a lot of birds all the time. And one thing they do is they will kill geese in flight. So, like, to attack and eat geese, they will fly underneath the geese, like, upside down, and then claw at their chest and, like, rip them open with their talons. Wow. Ew. It's a, yeah, it's wild. That's dark. Um, yeah. They'll hunt a lot of waterfowl, so they eat a lot of fish and a lot of birds that hang out in the water. So they're big water guys, hence the name sea eagles. So what they will do when they're hunting waterfowl is they will just keep diving at it again and again until the do- the waterfowl gets so tired from diving under the water that they're able to catch them. And we talked about how like um, they will steal prey from other birds. Well, they will also steal prey from other gold or um, bald eagles. So. When they will do a kill, they have to like very quickly fly off to a secluded area to eat it to make sure no other birds swoop in and grab it before they can finish. They're called an apex predator. Do you guys remember what makes an apex predator from your field bio class? Nothing eats them. Yes! Wow. Just gets a point. Sorry, McKenna. So yeah, nothing eats them, but they do have something that kills them that's not humans. So the one thing in the wild that is known to kill them, do you want to take a stab at a guess? Not in not human intervention either. Like they nope. left. A it's another animal. On the ground. It's another. Whoa. 
Yeah, Some their most common death is choking on a perfectly cylindrical hot dog. That's a. We've all been there. Is it hummingbird? Hummingbird, not a not a bad guess. They are pretty aggressive. McKenna, you got a guess? Pelicans. I'm assuming it's something so so crazy, so out of left field. The that only thing that is known directly, bird. yeah, is the Pacific loon. Oh, those guys are freaks. Yeah. They have Wait, really? spooky sounds. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited. So yeah, so these guys are normally pretty. Um, they're normally pretty like non-aggressive, but they do get pretty territorial. So a lot of times, these giant predators will invade their territory and stress them out. So they will literally impale them with their beak. Wow. Like they'll stab them. They describe it on the website as a knife-like bill, and they will stab it, and then the bird will eventually bleed out and die. Yikes. So the only real threat are the loons, which is crazy. Does it ever get stuck on their beak? That's a good question. I'm going to guess no. I know that we've talked about how it's a problem with hummingbirds, but their beak is pretty smooth, and I think it's harder to get stuck because it's just digging into like meat and stuff. But I don't know. It's a good question. We'll have to find out one day. Let me know. Um, but they do also eat the loons. So again, they have reason to be attacked by them. So so we've talked about the crop before, which is the little section that they can hide stuff in in their throat. So these guys will practice gorging when like food is really easy to come by, which gorging just means like eating way more than they need to. And so they will store up to two <laughs> pounds of food in their... <laughs> what? It's just his face. <laughs> I was thinking just on the cruise, am I right? I know, it's all the joke. <laughs> I support, Sorry, yeah, Jimmy, I go love ahead. Guys. I, this is a very, tan, don't apologize to me. I love, I love hearing you both talk. They will store up to 2.2 pounds of food in their crop at a time, which seems like too much because these guys only weigh like 15 pounds. Maybe so 15 pounds? Yeah, which I think is pretty heavy for a bird. It sounds heavy. Seems heavy. It takes a lot to get 15 pounds flying. Yeah. The birds, their babies grow incredibly fast. So like a little baby, they call, they're called eaglets, which is so cute. Very cute. So an eaglet can gain up to six ounces a day. It's literally the fastest growth rate of any bird in North America. And the young eaglets will keep themselves busy during the day with play. So they'll pick up and like they'll pick up sticks and like move them around and stuff. They'll play tug of war with each other. Um, they'll even like practice holding stuff in their talons and like play flapping their wings. So they're just like little babies. Cute, cute. One cute little thing about them: on rare occasions, they've been noted to adopt the babies that have been abandoned by other raptors. So there was one set. There was like one like lo- like logged um, instance in British Columbia where they took home fledgling red-tailed hawk babies. They assumed that the plan was for them to eat them. They brought them home, and then instead of eating them, they raised them to adulthood, hmm. which is very cute. Wow. This so they will like adopt little babies. the opposite of that one bird. You mean the brown-headed cowbird, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we talked about how um, they are kind of like garbage birds. So they, in addition to hunting, they do scavenge a lot. They will eat a lot of carry-on. And one place they love to scavenge is dumps and dumpsters. So they will like eat out of dumpsters like in the middle of the city. If there's like a big dump, like especially in Alaska, they'll just be all over the place just eating garbage. It's really funny. So this like beautiful symbol of our country is also just like eating like McNuggets that have been left over in like the municipal dump. So which is really yeah. fun. Yeah. They're real ones for that. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have any final thoughts on the um, bald eagle? 
No, it was just crazy that they were around. So much. Because every time any you see one in California, everyone's like, oh my god, it's an eagle. <laughs> yeah. Not there. I've still never seen one. Have you guys seen one before, before this trip? I think so. I think we saw one last time we went to Alaska. Wow. No, but I think I've seen one like in California. Oh, shit. Does oh. that make sense? Not me. No, that makes sense. Okay. They live here. Yeah, then I think I've seen one. Awesome. So we also saw the golden, or you guys also saw the golden eagle. So the golden eagle, that's the brown one that we talked about, sort of like what the juvenile bald eagles look like. And it is the most common official animal in the world. It is the emblem of uh, Albania, Germany, Austria, Mexico, and Kazakhstan. So I think the most, I think the most iconic of that being the Mexican flag where there's the eagle killing the snake. I know the one. What's cool about these guys is like bald eagles, they're built to kill. They can fly incredibly fast. They have super strong talons, so they can take down big prey if they want to. But they choose to mainly target smaller prey. So they mostly just eat like rabbits, hares, ground squirrels, prairie dogs, stuff like that, like little rodents and like small mammals. And it's actually a good thing that they do that because um, for a while, gold eagles, or not gold eagles, um, bald eagles almost went extinct because of DDT, which was like a pesticide, like used to like, you know, kill bugs and shit. And what it would do is it would destroy their calcium metabolism. So like their, their ability to like take calcium in their diet and turn it into like eggs and like bones and stuff. So when bald eagles would sit on their eggs, the shells would be so thin they would break and like the embryo would die. So this was a huge thing that affected a lot of birds, specifically bald eagles. And bald eagles went from like numbers as high as like half a million to like as few as 412. So they've since rebounded and they're all over the place again. But this did not affect golden eagles because the prey, that small prey that they choose to eat was not regularly ingesting these pesticides like the bald eagle prey. So they actually sort of like the way that the little blue heron had that small adaptation. These guys just by choosing to do that um, avoided like mass extinction, which is pretty cool. But they do occasionally eat large prey, including, by the way, prey as large as seals. They will eat seals, battered, badgers, and it says ungulates, which is like anything that like like a four like like a hooved animal that walks on all fours. So like I'm assuming they mean deer and not American buffalo, but uh you know. That's crazy. Those yeah. are significantly bigger. Um what They're was gigantic, the first right? one that you said? The four badgers? Uh, so seals, ungulates, seals. coyotes, and badgers. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Seals are pretty big. So they're, Carl, they're part of a group of raptors called booted eagles. Can you guys guess why they're called booted eagles? They have boots. Boots. They do have boots. <laughs> so they're one of the rare. They're one of the rare eagles whose um, feathers go all the way down their uh, tarsals. So like all the way down their legs to their little feet, they got hair, which is pretty rare. Mm. So that's why they're called booted. Uh, Fashion. Um, so tarsus is like the bones, like it's not the toes, but it's like the bones, like in like the base of the foot. So that's why they're called booted. These guys are typically silent like most of the time. And similar to the bald eagle, despite their gigantic stature and terrifying like build, they actually have a small quote unquote puppy-like and quite pathetic um, high shrill call. So that's why they're mostly silent. And then when they're not silent, they go like, wah, wah, wah. it's very cute. Would love fun. to meet one. Well, didn't you see one at the... Uh... Yeah, but he didn't really want to hang out. He had a little sign in front of him that said no sudden movements. I'm really confused. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Speaking of sudden movements, these guys are fast as fuck. They, one of them has been clocked as going 200 miles an hour. Wow. So that's uh, pretty that's dang really fast, fast in my book. That's... Are you guys texting each other? No, I'm playing with my boyfriend. No. Sorry. Oh. I'm playing with my hair tie. <laughs> and that's, 
That's we're Quinn, fidgety. Baby. We're fidgety. <laughs> I'm a fidgety girl. It sounded like you had another thought coming, and then you just repeated fidgety. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got up here. Yeah. Um. So these guys, when they get bored, will engage in play, like I've sort of discussed with the other eagles. So they'll just like pick up like sticks or like dead animals, and they'll just like throw them and then catch them in midair. These guys are super territorial. They'll fight. What's going on over there, Joe? What Joker? was that? I threw, I threw something. Why'd you onto throw something? Lap. I threw my watch on and it hit my laptop. You're like an eagle. You're engaging in play. You just didn't dive and get it. Yeah. Um, so these guys are super territorial. They have the largest territory of like any um, bird species in the world. Because these guys are both in North America and Europe. So they maintain huge territories. They try their best, however, to avoid fighting other like eagles. Because it'll mostly end up deadly for one of them. So what they do instead is when it comes time to fight, they will just do aerial displays with each other until the other one gives up by rolling onto its back and showing its talons. Aww. So they have like a little dance battle, then like the the lesser one like just runs off. It's a lot of fun. It's really cute. Yeah. And then lastly, the French government has trained them to go after drones, which is what every bird should be doing because fuck drones. Uh, so. Totally. Yeah. How do you train that? I imagine Good that you them. just like give them a drone and you're like go get it because they're like they're they're birds that are used in falconry so they're they're able to be trained in some way are they trained that but. it's food or that it's enemy i'm thinking enemy but that's a good question i don't know i'll have to I ask i want to see them try to eat a drone well, <laughs> they have to like kill it you know yeah i don't know yeah no i, I that's a good question i just don't know the answer i'm the dumbest yeah. person on this podcast right. no <laughs> no I'm the dumbest person on the podcast, except for when it comes to birds. No, I'm the um, dumbest person on this podcast. Well, you said it last, so. So it's true. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts on the golden eagle, which I know you both didn't really get a good look at, but. I think you said no, it all. He just looked kind of grumpy. Yeah. I'd love to see him in in the wild. Do we, they're kind of everywhere, we might so have. you would have a good chance of seeing one in the wild at some point. We might have seen them, and I thought it was like something else, but. Was, I mean, you could have. They look very similar to juvenile bald eagles, so there's a chance. There was so much going on at all awesome. times. Well, then we have our last bird. I don't have a ton to talk about with the northern sawwet owl, but I wanted to discuss him a little bit because he was so cute and tiny, and you guys liked him. So what would you guys think about the northern sawwet? It's tiny. Yeah. Another. I don't think I could pinpoint that one. I couldn't either. They were right next to each other. Oh. Um, but, again, also had a cute little house. Very cute. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's fun that the only birds that you guys saw at the, fal- at the like the raptor range were the biggest birds on Earth and the smallest owls you've ever seen. It was a fun little... It was, it was really it was very awesome. fun. I really liked yeah. that. To be fair, we also saw the snowy owl, which is in between. Oh my god, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, what you guys think about the snowy owl? Loved him. She was missing Kind of went... Oh. Oh, Mad-Eye Moody. I didn't even notice that. See? Harry Potter. I'm not against it. Kenna was like, like, like Hedwig or something. As soon as we saw it, and then she was like, "Oh, sorry, it's okay, it's all good." You can say the words Harry Potter. It's not like Voldemort. You just uh, can't say you hate trans people. That's the. uh, That's that's the idea. I don't support the hate either, but I. Harry Potter Good. is very nostalgic for me. Sure. So, sorry. And that's why, unfortunately, McKenna, you were canceled. So. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of booted hawks or booted eagles, snowy owls, they have that hair that they have a bunch of feathers on their feet so they can jump on the snow without getting too cold. 
cute. They got little boots, little snow boots. That's very smart of them. Yeah. That's really smart. Yeah, they, yeah, they chose to do it. <laughs> that was an evolution. <laughs> they put feathers on there. Well, they could have just died. No, but they fair. evolved. It's a really good point. <laughs> Look, I'm on your guys'. I support you guys. I'm on your side. Uh, Thanks. <laughs> like nationwide. Thanks for that. So with the Sawet Owl. Red Triple A family. Yeah. So here's the name origin is not paying attention. Sort of ambiguous. So the name comes from the fact that um, they think that one of the calls that it makes sounds like a saw being sharpened on a whetstone, which is like the stone they use to like sharpen knives and stuff. But here's <laughs> the, the way thing. we pick how to name these things just drives me crazy. <laughs> like we get it. You were a mechanic when you were naming this bird. Shut up. Well, but here's the crazy part. So they agree that's where the name came from, but no one can agree on which of its calls sounded like that. It has multiple calls, and nobody knows where the first person to name that like decided which one sounded like the saw wet noise. So it's just like none ambiguous. Of, none of them sound like that. Yeah, that yeah. just seems like a common trend with birds. Yeah, well, I think we've we've agreed that men should not name birds because they get all the, no. the sounds wrong. Men should not. Although they got snowy owl right. They did <laughs> they get, that, get snow, right that one. But they didn't name it because it sounds like snowy, snowy. They named it because of the yeah. snow. So yeah. I think it's a. Did they get, and they yeah. got that one right. Credit where it's due. Barn animal, right? Yes, because that one does say barn, barn. Yeah. But uh, does he live in barns? Yeah, so they yeah really... they call him barn because he mostly lives in he, he mostly doesn't lives really in say structures. barn, does he? No, he does not say barn. No. I'm sorry. No, Do I knew we... that. I got that joke. Now I'm. Canceled. But I was worried about the barn situation. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, we we got it solved though. Um. So with saw-wet owls, so females typically will choose the ma- like the nest site, but the males will like try to help and they'll like participate by like perching in a potential nest site and then just like repeatedly making noise until the female goes and checks it out. So it's sort of like the woman is still making the choice and the man just like holding up a dress at Walmart being like, is this one good? Can we go home? Is this, is this fine? <laughs> I just think it's fun. <laughs> it is fun. I think it's fun. Yeah, I'll write that down. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, awesome. Well, that covers all the birds that I want to talk about. Did you guys have any other birds you wanted to talk about before we wrap up? Um, I just want to say I was looking for birds so hard. She was. They would not. No one's going to listen and think you were a failure. They Jess. didn't want no, to. No, no, no. No, no, no. They didn't. They were either too high in the trees because the trees are really tall there, or they like would go by too fast, and then I couldn't find them with the binoculars. But. The one that I did see clear as day was a Stellar's Jay. Oh, right. Which are also in California, so it's not that interesting, yes. but I was very clearly able to identify that one. So I'm. I feel like it. an asshole now. I didn't talk about that one specifically because I don't want to spoil it, but we will be discussing them in a couple episodes for uh, a potential. Oh, right. So I didn't okay. want to spoil yeah. them. But... Okay. There were That's some fair. beast-like but... animals. But everyone I was with was like, those aren't oh, yeah. geese. They're too small. But they were honking like like they were geese. Okay, if they didn't name it, then they're probably fucking idiots. There are some geese that have smaller necks. Or there could, they could have been a shell duck, which means they're like... Sorry, I just don't like... I don't like the idea that these strangers are just insulting you and saying, like, you know, those are geese. Family. Oh, it's your family? A, you need to relax. <laughs> Why didn't you say your family? Why'd you say the people you were with? Like it was some randos on the crew. Oh, wait, I got 
picture, a bad picture of them, I can send it to okay, you. Okay, I'm sorry you. that I insulted <laughs> your family. I was like, that's really hard. <laughs> I was like, I don't know why they're so mad at me for defending McKenna. But I guess now it makes sense. They look like little dinosaurs. Yeah, they were like, I guess... Those are Grebes, I think. Grebes. No. They were honking like a goose. I can't tell. That is such a dang small picture. But, yeah. Or not small Sorry. picture. No, no, no. It's not your fault. It's They're very tiny and far it's away. my dad's. But, oh. Yeah. Oh, Sorry. and then also we saw um, a lot of birds just at sea, which I don't understand how they can do. And then a lot of, when we were kind of looking for whales, a lot of the birds would congregate on the whales and then they would spout. They do a little yeah. spout Whoa. thing and the birds would scatter. And that's kind of how you knew where the the, bird, the whales were. That's awesome. They have a little relationship. That's fun. Were they like eating like stuff that like lives on the whale, do you think? Or Yeah. That's fun as heck. Yeah, you were talking about um, how you don't know how they can just be that far out of the sea, but birds can fly surprisingly far. There's a term called vagrant species, which refers to when a bird is so completely far from its natural habitat that it doesn't really make sense that it's there, and clearly it's just like one bird who got lost. So a lot of times we'll have vagrants between like America and England. So like birds will just fly all the way from like Canada or something and like land in like Ireland or like England or something. Oh my gosh. So birds can birds can go pretty dang far. So I'm yeah. I'm gonna guess that they were just flying from mainland Alaska or like one of like the small island chains or something. Dang. Those things are so cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that about wraps up our discussion on the birds you guys saw then. So, McKenna, we have a question for you. And Jess, since it is your blood relative, would you care to do the honors? What was your favorite bird we saw? Western screech owl. What you like about the western totally. screech owl? So cute. Yeah. Yeah. He's a cute little guy. He you was, can have tea with he him. He was just, like, blinking. He's like, sorry. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. He was just, like, chilling. Max chilling. No, totally. Taking yeah, in the totally. vibes. I really like that guy. Jess, what was your favorite bird that we saw? Or that you saw? Um, I like the Stellar's Day, which... No, I also really like seeing the bald eagles in public. Just yeah. around. <laughs> public. Normally yeah. you see them, like, in private. You like seeing the bald eagles, like, not at the raptor place? Or you like seeing them at the raptor place? Which one is public to Not you? at the raptor... Okay. Not at the raptor place. Because they were just, like, about yeah, town. Yeah, their life. Yeah. yeah. Where were we? Juno? No. Sitka. No. Sitka, yeah. I have no idea. How do you know? I thought you told me it was Sitka. I think it I was Sitka. But um, that was like the same day that we were at the raptor place. And then we went to that little yeah. park. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then I saw a great blue heron just like perched on a tree. That Whoa. was crazy. Dewey, what was your favorite or what do you wish we saw that you could have talked about? Um, I would love, that's a good question. I should have looked up more birds that you didn't see. Um, but of the birds that you saw, I think, I think the bald eagle is just so cool. I'd love to see one of those in person. I loved learning about the other birds, but I think the bald eagle really was the uh, star of the show. I wish I could have seen that guy. I'd love to get a photo of it grabbing a fish. That would be the best thing ever. That would be cool. Yeah. We'll make it happen. Well, well, Jess, Um, I think you have another question for McKenna. Yeah. Well, we didn't really do birding proper it was okay, more like fair. you know yeah. um so kind of would you go birding ever yeah probably properly would. yeah <laughs> i like learning about would you birds. go to alaska again yeah yeah but maybe not on a 10-day cruise yeah maybe a yeah. seven day 
Seven day adventure. The Alaska part wasn't the yeah. hard part. It was the two days straight at sea that was hard. Right, yeah. Yeah. But, well, okay, yeah. I'll leave it at that. Okay. Okay. Um, well, that brings us to our last segment, which is plugs. Uh, do either of you have anything to plug? <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. Um, I would like to plug being nice to me. And <laughs> I have one. Right, that's, that's a plug for Kyle, right? <laughs> I forgot what the other one was. So. Uh, yeah, that was it, I guess. Be, awesome. be nice to everybody, but that's that's important. Hell yeah. Well, I'm going to plug Sela again. Feel free to volunteer at Sela. I'm not going to give the whole speech because I have a headache and I've done it a bunch of episodes. But uh, <laughs> volunteer with Sela. And then also I'm going to plug this dang podcast. So if you like this podcast, share it with your friends. Leave us a review on iTunes or a five stars on Spotify. Follow us on Spotify right now, guys. Not to freak everybody out. We are at 29 Spotify followers, which means that we are 161 followers away from my special topless episode. So please, the longer you wait, the worse my farmer's tan gets. Please share us with your friends so we can get to that benchmark. Um, And that's about it. Awesome. Well, then I'm going to leave. Thank McKenna, thank you for joining us. This is uh, uh, many years in the making. Or not years. This is many episodes in the making. So thank you for joining. Is there anything you want to you wanna do to fulfill your podcast dreams? Oh, right. I can't or say. remember a single thing. Okay, well, we'll have you on again when you don't have COVID. Foggy. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. It's not your I fault. Gave, well, I gave her it. I I still think that you all just got it at different times on the cruise, but yeah, I no, I definitely you, gave it well, to McKenna. Yeah, but I don't. Okay, but I think you. if you hadn't okay. given it to her, I'm sure we she shared a room. It. it was unavoidable. Sure. I think she would have sure. gotten it at some point anyway. Yeah, I agree. sure. And then I would have given it to you, and then you would have been mad at me for giving it to you. <laughs> I don't think I would have been mad okay, at you. Okay, so why do you think I'm t- mad at you? Um, because gotcha. I'm inherently evil. That's <laughs> so true. Awesome. Well, on that note, uh, thank you for hopping on again, McKenna. I'm going to leave everybody with that. Or do you want to do it since you're the guest? No. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I didn't think you'd want to be That's fair. Okay. Well, I don't know. You listen, though. I wasn't sure if you get excited by the idea of it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to leave everybody with that. <laughs> <laughs>